Tis the season for UC Irvine basketball. Hello, everybody. My name is Trent Rush, play-by-play voice of the Anteaters, coming up for my fifth season now with the team. And the UC Irvine Anteaters getting set to begin play coming up on Friday, November the 5th, with an exhibition game against Cal State Dominguez Hills. The season then opens coming up on the 9th at New Mexico State before the home opener against Boise State on November the 13th. Really fun slate of games, especially a really good home schedule and one of the toughest schedules overall Russ Turner has had uh, at this program. We're going to talk a lot about what's to come for UC Irvine this season and also spend some time not just hearing from Coach Turner, but also getting a chance to hear from a couple of stars of this team and a couple of players that may have an opportunity to be all-conference, not just first-teamers, maybe player of the year candidates in the Big West. I talked with Dawson Baker, he certainly believes that he could be one of those guys, the reigning freshman of the year in the Big West Conference, and Colin Velp, a first-team all-conference player, as looking like he has a real chance to be the player of the year in the Big West this season. A bona fide star in this league, and a big deal that Colin Velp is back for another campaign with UC Irvine. And that was something I talked about with Russ Turner at Media Day uh, just a couple of days ago about this UC Irvine team coming into this season. Look, Colin Velp was the kind of player after the season he had a year ago and and really his entire career at UC Irvine, he was going to get opportunities to go play elsewhere, take his talents to maybe a higher level program and maybe a, a power five school. Colin Velp chose to stay with UC Irvine. We talked with Coach Turner about that and also Colin as well about why he chose to stay with the Anteaters. But first, let's hear from Russ Turner. Well, you're right. He, he could have gone elsewhere after last year, after the success he had. He got recruited heavily and chose to stay. And so I think that's one of the great st- uh, stories like his are, are one of the great stories in college basketball this year. Guys like him who chose to stay, who chose to be committed, who chose to try to have an impact on the community that, they, that, that, they're, that they've become a part of. Um, I'm excited for Colin because he wants to be here. He wants to lead this team, and he's doing that. Uh, it won't be easy for him because he's he's a marked man, you know, coming into this season. Everybody knows how good he is, and everybody's going to be game planning against him. But I think he's up for that challenge. I know that he's been up for the challenge of leading this team. As a coach, you hope to have t- have teams where you're – hardest workers, your most committed guys, the team leaders. And that's what we have with Colin. And so I'm excited to see how this year can unfold for him. Then I asked Colin, why'd you come back? It was just a coming back to a finish of when I started. Um, you know, I came here and I was super young and fortunate to play on some great teams. It's just the chance to play for a championship. Comes back to finish what he started and win a championship. That's why Colin Velp came back to UC Irvine. And my goodness, the Anteaters are happy to have him. But on top of that, I think he's happy to be here. It really works. And this is something that I talked about with Colin. I think he feels this UC Irvine community in a big way. And it also sends a message to the rest of the players on this team. Hey, this is a guy that's a bona fide star in the Big West that had an opportunity to go pretty much wherever he wanted this past offseason and chose to stay with the Anteaters. I think that's a big thing. I actually had a texting conversation with him after the season last year, and I generally don't like sharing text message conversations I have uh, with other people, but I thought it was 
a really big deal that when I, I texted him right after the Big West tournament, and I said, you know, I, I didn't know if he was going to leave, if he was going to stay, whatever. I just wanted to thank him for, you know, being such a great anteater and a representative of this university. And he gets back to me right away. He's like, hey, let's run it back next year. Um, and, and he he didn't have to say that, and he didn't have to come back, but he did. That's Colin Velp. That's the kind of leader that he is. And speaking of leadership, Colin also talked about what he's taking on now as a senior team captain. Yeah, um, you know, just trying to trying to keep them all focused on our common goal of getting you know to a championship. I have been in their shoes, you know, a wide-eyed you know freshman who who is trying to find a role in the program, and I'm just trying to keep them focused on our core you know values and all that thing you know stuff. Try to keep them. Focused on our goals. On top of that, some of those leadership responsibilities come with replacing Brad Green, who was a leader of this team a season ago. He's now off playing professional basketball as the Anteaters try to fill the void that Brad Green left, being the defensive player of the year in the Big West Conference a season ago. It seems like every year the Anteaters big is a defensive player of the year in this conference. Maybe that ends up being Austin Johnson this year. Maybe it becomes Emmanuel Shimunga. Hard to say, but Colin Vogt clearly is at the forefront of what the Anteater front court is going to look like this season. And I talked with Russ Turner about what he expects from his bigs. Well, yeah, the, the, as far as the front court group, we know that starts with Colin because he's such a proven commodity coming into this year. And you mentioned replacing Brad Green. That's no easy replacement. Brad Green had an incredible impact in his time here at UC Irvine. But we do have depth at the center position, and we have talent at the center position. And we're going to have to see how all that unfolds because we've got a lot of guys who would you know, would probably be starters in this program at different stages of our program who are now on the team. And not all of them can start. Um, in our, our first scrimmage, I started Austin Johnson. And Austin is an, an incredible athlete for, um, for UC Irvine and for the Big West. And he has the chance to have an outstanding season. And I do think he can be a defense and rebounding force in addition to being an offensive player. Um, Emmanuel Shimanga is someone who's been a part of our program for a long time. And he has made a different level of a commitment, and you'll see that. All of our fans will see that in the way that he looks in his uniform. I'm really proud of him for the progress that he's made. And I do expect that he can be a, an outstanding player in the Big West. And those two aren't the only ones. You know, um, Dean Keeler is a young man who's been a part of this program for a couple years. I expect him to have a great year. Hunter Ruck has gotten better and is going to try to assert himself as part of this, this group and, and wants to be part of a championship team. And then we've got, you know, two young guys in Bent Luckton and uh, Akiva Griffin that are talented young kids. So we, we've got depth there. Um, we're we're going to have a, a talented and deep front court, uh, but those guys got to go out and prove it. They got to go out and perform. They got to produce. And it's not easy to do that. Russ Turner also mentioned Devin Tillis, a transfer from UNLV that as a freshman a season ago started the last 10 games of the season for the Rebels. Well, he comes back to UC Irvine now, and Russ even talked about maybe using him in the front court at times. Maybe if the Aiders want to go small, they have the opportunity to go big. Theoretically, maybe you can put in Emmanuel Shimunga and Austin Johnson in the game at the same time and really go a big. My goodness, if AJ is your four, that'd be incredible. Also, 
Wait till you see E. Emmanuel Shamunga, you are not going to recognize him. He told me he's down 75 pounds. Give a shout out to Chandler Morrison, who's done a remarkable job as the Yankees strength and conditioning coach. I'll tell you this, it's a very different story than Brad Green. And I know that there's going to be comparisons because of the weight loss uh, that he had. And, and in some ways, I guess it is a little bit like Brad. But those two are wired very differently. They're, they're very different people. They're different players. And I'll say this about Emmanuel Shimunga. I think that he is more advanced right now than what Brad Green was at this point uh, in his career when he was basically a third-year player. I, I think Emmanuel is further along just in terms of basketball skill set, and it's going to be exciting to see uh, what he's able to bring this season. All right, now let's shift gears and talk about the guards for a moment. That's being led by Dawson Baker, that group that is really talented. you got Isaiah Lee on the perimeter. That's a great perimeter defender. Russ Turner will talk about him as the Eaters point guard. Boy, what can DJ Davis be this season? I think that this guy might be one of the most underrated players in the Big West coming into the 2021-2022 campaign. DJ Davis has the ability to go off at any point in time. Ofiri Ugacjele, he is somebody that now is uh, taking on a leadership role. He's a captain on this team. The Eater backcourt is going to be exciting. Andre Henry uh, fits into that mix as well. How about Justin Hone is somebody that can be a part of that. There is a lot of depth and talent with this backcourt for UC Irvine and Russ Turner talked about that group as a whole. Well, we'll see. You know, I, I know that we've got a talented group of young perimeter players. I know we have that. You know, you mentioned Dawson as a freshman of the year last year. Um, I think in many ways he's a proven commodity in our in the Big West. You know, what he needs to do is 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 prove how good he can be. And I don't think there's much of a limit on that for him, uh, but he's got to go out there and do it with people coming after him. And he's not the only guy who has that opportunity. I think DJ Davis is a high level player who needs to perform consistently uh, to get maybe the respect that I think he can earn. Uh, but we have other guys. Isaiah Lee is as good a, de- a perimeter defender as we've had. And most of the media and outsiders like to look at offense. You know, Isaiah shot 40% from three last year and his freshman year. So he's a career 40% three-point shooter. Um, I don't know how much improvement to realistically expect on his offensive game, but I know that there's a lot of room for growth for him, along with some others. I think Justin Hone has a chance to really assert himself this year. I think he was held back by injury early last season. And he was also held back a little bit by his head coach, choosing maybe not to play him as much as I think now that I should have. Um, Andre Henry is another young player who I think has great promise for us. So there's, there's a lot of talent on our perimeter. And that goes without saying anything about J.C. Butler, who's a proven guy, you know, who played in the NSA tournament and was a contributor and a, and a factor on an NSA tournament team that won a game. Um, and there's more in our, in our program, I think, on our perimeter. So I'm excited about that group. You know, we've got to figure out how that group best fits together. And that group's got to figure out how best to assert themselves against high-quality opposition early in the year. None of that's easy. Uh, so we've got a lot of work to do. 
Let's talk Dawson Baker. 25 games last season. He started 17 of them, averaged close to 24 minutes a night. The second leading scorer for UC Irvine, shot close to 40% from behind the arc. Part of a freshman of the year campaign in the Big West Conference. And here's Dawson talking about what's different about this season after having a great high school career, taking time away to go on his mission, and then coming back into college basketball. He plays last season, and now here he is coming to 2021-2022, and everyone knows about him now. Well, there's a lot of things that have been different. I think one thing that's been different from this year from last year is that I actually had a preseason kind of like get ready and gear up, you know, and kind of be able to work on my game and have the opportunity with um, some less restrictions because of COVID. Um, so I think that's given me opportunity to kind of um, learn my game a little bit better and be able to work on it. And also seeing last year kind of what I can do and what I can't do gave me some some things to look at, things, some things to work on. Um, and so I think for me, this offseason was huge just for me to like find things that I need to get better at uh, as a leader and as a player and individually and as a teammate. Dawson also talked about the responsibility of being one of the older guys on this team. Right, and that's something that I haven't noticed myself. You know, I play the same amount of basketball as anyone else on the team. Um, but I, I think most of my teammates recognize my age, my maturity. Um, that comes from serving my mission and coming back a little bit older. Um, I think that's something that, you know, I enjoy having that maturity, and I think it's something that we need on this team with such a young team. I agree with Dawson. This is a pretty young team, but it's not quite young like last season. 12 returning players from last season's squad that finished one win shy of getting back to the NCAA tournament. Now as we look ahead, a different slate this year in Big West Conference basketball across the league. 30 games on the schedule this season. 20 of them will be conference games, and that begins starting on December the 30th in a home game against CSUN, and then a big New Year's Day game. Forget the Rose Bowl. Come on down to the Brent Center for UC Irvine against UC Santa Barbara. What a battle that is going to be on New Year's night on January 1st, Saturday night, 6 o'clock start time. Be sure to check that out. But as far as non-conference goes. Ten non-conference games this season, starting with Cal State Dominguez Hills, we mentioned, coming up on Friday, November the 5th. That game doesn't mean anything because the real season begins on November the 9th at New Mexico State, the team that's picked to win the WAC. That's a very good team at New Mexico State. It's going to be a battle in Las Cruces. It's going to be a tough one for the Eaters to win to get the season going. Then they come back home for a Boise State squad that uh, is picked to finish fourth in their conference in the Mountain West. The Boise State is always tough, but that is one of two really good Saturday night home games here in UC Irvine's non-conference slate, so that's going to be pretty exciting. Non-D1 game will be at home against Laverne on November 16th, but back that up with that other really good Saturday night home game against Pepperdine. No Colby Ross this year for the Waves, no Kessler Edwards this year for the Waves, and there have been some really tight competitions against Pepperdine of late. It'd be nice to see the Aiders get one there as they host Pepperdine November the 20th. Again, that's a o'clock start at home. After that, they'll go to Santa Clara before coming back home for another non-D1 against Bethesda. After Bethesda, a four-game road trip to close out non-conference play starting at Fresno State on December the 11th. That's a Saturday night. Then at USC on December the 15th. You back that up to a trip to Akron, Ohio. The Anteaters will be playing in a neutral site game against Duquesne and that's going to be played at St. Vincent St. Mary's. That's LeBron's old high school uh, that that game is going to be played at. So that should be pretty 
pretty exciting uh, experience there. Then non-conference wraps up at Buffalo, a very, very tough team uh, that UC Irvine is going to be playing on December the 21st to close out non-conference play, and will do so in pretty chilly fashion before they get back home to take on the 20 games in the Big West Conference season. So that's a quick look at the schedule. For more, let's hear what Coach Turner has to say about it. Well, our, our non-conference schedule is challenging, as you've alluded to. Um, all the teams that we're playing are high-level teams, teams that will be w- would be at the top part of the Big West Conference. And so we're putting ourselves at risk in playing that schedule, uh, but I like that for this group. You know, I don't know how many of those games we'll be able to win, but I do think we're going to be able to find out a lot about this team um, in preparation for the Big West Conference games that start in, you know, right around the 1st of January, maybe the 1st of January, maybe just before that. Um, our, our job is to get our guys prepared. And I do think we're playing some entertaining games, especially on Saturday nights for our fans. You know, to have Boise and Pepperdine coming in here, uh, those are a result of our starting home and away series on the road. That's typically what we do in order to get games back here. Um, I think that in the future there will be other additional opponents that are good opponents here. That's what we've decided is the best way for us to build our schedule. I'm excited for that this season. I know that uh, there's a chance that we won't have a great record as we turn into our conference play, but I do think we have a chance to compete for a conference championship. All right, so pretty interesting insight right there from Coach Turner just on the philosophy for how scheduling is going to go for UC Irvine moving forward. All right, UC Irvine Hoop starts November the 5th. Of course, come on down to the Brent Center. Enjoy it. We're going to have games on AM 30 again this year. Games available on ESPN Plus this season. There's going to be lots of UC Irvine Hoops on the ESPN family of networks. Should be a really fun 2021-2022 season. I'm fired up for it, and I'm sure you guys are as well. Looking forward to seeing yet at the Bren. For now, my name is Trent Rush. This has been the Blue and Gold Report Podcast.